Hey you guys, I'm your host Diana, and welcome to the Becoming a Divine Lady podcast. Hey ladies, and welcome back to Becoming a Divine Lady. Um, I hope you ladies are having a great week so far. As always, you know, I want to start out with a thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast every time the podcast come out. I appreciate all the feedback I got from last podcast, which was called Prayers for You. There was tons of feedback from you ladies that I received, and I definitely appreciate that. It was something that the Holy Spirit put on my heart, and I thank all three of the other ladies that joined me in the prayer. Like I said, everything was Holy Spirit led. If you haven't heard that yet, I suggest you go back and listen when you do get some time. It's four different prayers from me and three other women, and I believe it will bless you. So I just want to start out with a few reminders and a few favors to ask. If you ladies can please leave a comment below. You can do it while you're listening to the podcast. You can just scroll right down right now and leave a comment. Leave a comment on how you feel about the podcast, if it has helped you in any way, if any particular topic touched you in any way, or anything that I touched on. If you can leave a comment below, leave a review. What the review and the rating does is it allows the podcast to become a recommendation for other people to listen, trying to get the podcast out there a little more so people can notice it a little more. And I thank you in advance for that. I just want to remind you that Becoming a Divine Lady do offer daily devotionals um, that are Monday through Friday that are brought to you by Faith Walker and they come directly to email. So I appreciate those who already signed up and those that have not signed up. I'm going to leave the link below in the comments. All you have to do is click the link. It's going to take you to my website and you'll put in your email and we'll take it from there okay so go ahead and sign up for those it's a great start to your morning and also if you have any prayer requests any questions or any suggestions please feel free to email me at info that's i-n-f-o at becoming a lady.com i have my prayer warriors that will also pray with me if you have any prayer requests um i'll respond within 24 to 48 hours okay And also, as I always ask, if you can please pass this podcast on to any ladies that you may know, you know what I always say is my favorite thing to say, but you never know who lives you are touching. You never know who you're actually helping by sending them this podcast. Remember that any detail or any word, God speaks to us in so many different ways, so many different times, so many different scenarios, so many different words. He speaks to us all individually through different things. So what may not have touched you in a certain way could touch somebody else. So I ask if you can please pass it on to any ladies that you may know. We are all on this journey together of becoming a divine ladies, as I always say. And we have to make sure that we're helping others as we're trying to help ourselves and self-reflect. I thank you in advance for that as well. Let's go ahead and get started with today's podcast. And today's topic, we're going to be talking about the armor of God. So I'm going to be honest with you. I heard about the armor of God um, a little while ago. Um, I don't know how long ago I heard about it. I heard it in different sermons or, you know, just, just going over those scriptures. But it was never something I focused on. There's a study by Priscilla Shira that is the armor of God and she has these different videos that you can watch and she goes over the different armors of God and things like that. Um, So I listened to that about two, two and a half years ago. I don't know, maybe more, but that prompted me to get the actual workbook. 
So I have the workbook here and periodically I do read through that workbook. But here lately, I have been focusing on the armor of God because I've been focused on it. I believe that it's something that you ladies also may not be aware of, one. And two, it's something that we really need to pay attention to because we need to protect ourselves from the enemy, okay? Like a lot of us wake up and before we leave the house, if we leave the house, we forget that we are always in spiritual battle. And sometimes we become overwhelmed by the day. We become overwhelmed by just the daily things. And when you understand that you have to put on the armor of God every day, it changes how you start your day, right? So it puts your focus back on God to start with. It puts your focus back on God if you put on that armor. And no matter what comes your way, you know you're protected because you put on that armor. So I've been on this journey of really understanding the different ways that the enemy will try to attack us um, and the schemes that the enemy has plotted against us. And knowing that when the enemy attacks, the type of armor that we need to protect us from the enemy. So that's what I've been focusing on and understanding the different things that you need to pray against and understanding what really help us to know how to pray, first of all, what to look for and what to open our eyes to and our ears to. Like we have to be aware of these things. All right. So today we are going to focus on a scripture in Ephesians chapter six, verses 10 through 18 in a state. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist with the breastplate of righteousness in place and then with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace in addition to all of this take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one take the helmet of salvation and the sword of spirit which is the word of god and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests with this in mind be alert and always keep on praying for all the lord's people All right, so that's going to be the scripture that we focus on today. Before we actually go a little deeper into it, I want to give you some questions that you can reflect on today. The first question is, what are some ways you believe the devil is scheming in your life? The second question is, is there one area in your life in particular where you feel attacked the most? The third question is, what do you believe is holding you back from seeing and hearing the enemy before his plan of attack? The fourth question is, do you believe that if you open your eyes and ears, that you will be able to recognize the schemes of the devil? All right, so we're going to go ahead and get started. I'm going to give you a disclaimer. By no means am I an expert at this at all. These are things that I noticed from my own life as well as researching it a little more, trying to get a better understanding for myself. But I do know that the devil is a liar. I know that he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So these are what I believe are some areas where the enemy is trying to scheme against us. And knowing these things help us understand that putting on the armor of God is really important. And I wanted to share with you ladies since we're on a journey together of trying to self-reflect and becoming these divine ladies, okay? So what we're going to do is we're going to We're going to go over the armor in order as it is in the scripture. 
and talk about some of the schemes that the enemy might use against us and what armor that we need to put on for those type of schemes. All right. So the first area I would like to talk about today that I strongly believe the devil was plotting against us is our minds. Right. I think it's safe to say that none of us are surprised that this is one of the enemy's favorite places to attack. He disguises himself as our own thoughts. Like we have to remember that Satan is the father of lies. He's a deceiver. He plants bad seeds in our minds. And what will happen is we will start to get confused. And the reason I say it's confused is sometimes when the devil is trying to trick us, we will still have the deep feeling inside of us fighting to tell us that whatever it is that the devil is trying to tell us is not true. We always have this battle within ourselves and we have the discernment, but it's not always strong enough. And we will sometimes fall for the lies of the enemy and it becomes a stronghold of the mind. A stronghold of the mind is, is a lie that Satan has established in our thinking that we count as true, but it's actually a false belief. When we embrace those lies that the enemy is telling us, it affects our attitudes, it affects our emotions and our behaviors, which can then affect others around us, right? But if we allow these seeds of lies to be planted within us, it then grows. Because anytime you plant something, it grows. It grows within us and it makes the things that we see and think distorted. We won't know what is true or a lie, right? That's what the seed of lies will tell us. It will make us so confused that we won't be able to tell what is true or what is a lie. Another thing a stronghold of the mind does is it make us not want to hear the word of God. We won't believe what the word says, right? And instead of us praying on the word and asking God to make it clear for us, we put our own thoughts together. We put our own logic around everything and we start to think that we know better for our own lives. That's the enemy. He make us think that we know better for our own lives, our own circumstances. And instead of us counting on what the Holy Spirit is telling us and what the Bible is telling us. And I'm going to give you an example. I'm, I'm going to be really transparent with you ladies again, as I like to do. So with things happening in my life here recently in, a, in the last few years, I've been building a relationship with God, but there has been times I've been upset with God in the scripture. Um, if God is for us, who can be against us, which I believe is in um, Romans um, is uh, 831. And I wrote that scripture down and really believed in it. Right. I had it on my desk at work. So that is something that I look at daily. But I wrote that scripture down and I really was really believing in it. But seeing the things in the way that they were taking place, I was confused. And I was asking God, like. If you're for us, then why are all these things happening against us? If the scripture said, if God is for us, who can be against us? So I'm asking God, like, God, if you are for us, if you're for me, then why are all these things against me? Like, where are you? What's happening? And that started to put doubt in my mind. But I knew that something wasn't right, even thinking that. I know that God won't do anything to hurt me, but although I may have been angry and frustrated, does not mean I will not stand on God's word. That was a mind trick that the enemy was trying to, to, to put in my mind. This is what he does. So I went to God and I repented for every thought and every doubt that I had against God because that's what I had to do. And going back to the scripture, it says in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 11, it says, put on the forearm of God. So that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. And when it comes to the full armor of God, the first piece of armor it mentions in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 14, it says, Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist. The belt of truth, the belt of knowing God's truth, 
is the remedy to Satan lies and deception. That knowing Jesus and believing that he is our Lord and Savior is the truth. That if God is for us, who can be against us? That's the truth. And just as it says in John chapter 14, verse 6, it says, Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And defeating this scheme of the enemy is knowing and trusting God's word and remembering that God is not a man that he should lie. So if there was ever any confusion in what God is telling you, ask God directly for clarity. Do not doubt. Do not go to our own understanding first or don't go to our own understanding at all. We have to take everything to God. That's what God wants us to do. He wants us to bring everything to him first. And honestly, I'm talking to myself. Like I keep telling you ladies, like it's, you know, I want you ladies to read the Bible for yourself, have a relationship with God for yourself. But sometimes when you're on a journey, sometimes it's okay to do it with other people. And I'm on the same way you ladies are feeling and the same things that you ladies are going through, other people are going through that as well. The same things that you are dealing with in your mind because the enemy tries to trick all of us. So the same thing that's going on, if you have confusion, doubt, a lot of other people deal with that. So let's go ahead and try to defeat this enemy. We're going to defeat him separately, but we're definitely going to learn about it all together. Right. So that's that's the one of the schemes of the enemy is he tries to attack our minds. And the armor for that is the belt of truth. Once again, the belt of knowing God's truth. That's the remedy to Satan lies and deception. When you know God's word, you have won already. All right. So so another thing that we're going to talk about today that I believe the enemy is plotting against us is our hearts. And it says in Proverbs chapter four, verse 23, Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it, right? So when the enemy attacks our hearts, he tries to keep the old wounds fresh. He wants us to keep feeling away about old wounds so that we would never get over it. Think about it. He wants us to be angry and bitter all the time. And it can be over things that took place in our childhood. It doesn't matter when it took place, but if at some point something really hurt you, the enemy wants you to continue to feel that pain. And the reason why is because when you're stuck on things, reminiscing about it, feeling any type of hate or unforgiveness or jealousy, any type of envy at all for those things that's hurting your heart. Satan loves when you don't forgive people. He loves it. And the reason he does that is because he know what the word says. Again, we're going to go back to the first part. The enemy tried to attack our mind, but we have to put on the belt of truth. Satan knows the word. He knows what the word says. So the reason he does that once again is because he knows the word of God. It says in Mark chapter 11, verse 25, it says, And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so that your father in heaven may forgive you and your sins. So what the enemy does is he will remind you over and over again of the past things so you won't forgive. He doesn't want you to follow and listen to the word at all. This is like his entry point. The more broken we are, the less likely you'll be willing to do the right thing. The more broken we are, the less likely we would stand on God's word because we're so stuck on what actually took place. When your heart is being attacked in any way, that means that like that means that our thought and our actions, they move off of emotions. We are emotional beings. And when you're emotional, sometimes your beliefs start to be questioned. 
that's everything that the enemy wants. When you're emotional, you're not thinking about the word, right? That's what the enemy wants. When you're emotional, your beliefs start to be questioned because you're trying to figure out why did whatever it is that we're going through happen to us. Again, all the things that the enemy wants. But And let me remind you, when we don't guard our hearts and we're in a state of mind of our faith wavering, when we are unsure and we are, you know, trying to figure out what it is you know one day we're on one day we off god listen it says in revelations chapter 3 verses 15 through 17 it says i know your deeds that you were neither cold nor hot i wish you was either one or the other so because you were lukewarm neither hot nor cold i'm about to spit you out of my mouth so when we guard our hearts we are guarding our lives like we are guarding our lives we are guarding our beliefs we are guarding our attitudes we're guarding our thoughts anything in actions included if we make a point of guarding our hearts we will naturally live more wisely like our goal should be to guard our hearts so that we may be fully submitted to God guarding our hearts help us abide in Jesus a lot of times we don't realize the different influence in our lives. And if we don't guard our heart, anything starts to come in. And our heart starts to be hardened. And having a hard heart makes it incredibly difficult to obey God. And that means that we're easy targets for deception. So we must put on the breastplate of righteousness. That's the armor for when the enemy is trying to attack our hearts. It's the breastplate of righteousness. Without righteousness, we leave ourselves open to Satan attacks. To be righteous is, first of all, to repent and to be forgiven of our sins and to do what's right in God's eyes. And I know it's easier said than done, but we have to, ladies, like we have to. It says in Isaiah chapter 59, verse 17, that the Lord put on a righteousness as his breastplate. He put on righteousness as his breastplate. So why shouldn't we? We have to guard our hearts. Again, this is another scheme and another plot that the enemy has against us. And again, because we don't really know the different armors that we need to put on and how to put them on, we have to repent and we have to be forgiven and we have to forgive and we have to do what's right in God's eyes. That's the breastplate of righteousness. All right. So the next scheme that we're going to talk about, and I believe the enemy tries to scheme against us and plot against us is fear. And what comes along with fear is we all know is doubt, is worry, is anxiety and everything attached to that. This is another scheme that the enemy really seems to plant seeds for. And especially here lately with this whole COVID-19 thing going on in the world. It's hard. It's a lot of people that's dealing with doubt, that's dealing with worry, that's dealing with fear, anxiety, all of that. And it says in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, it says, For God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. So if God did not give us a spirit of fear, it says it in his word. Where do you think it comes from? It comes, it comes straight from the devil. Fear is Satan's primary weapon. It's a spiritual force that begins inside of us and it's completely detrimental because it steals your faith and your peace and it keeps you focused on circumstances instead of the promises of God, instead of what it says in God's word. The enemy instills fear by challenging the promises of God. It says in Matthew, it talks about when Jesus invited Peter to come on the water with him, right? And it's in Matthew chapter 14, 
verses 28 to 31 to be exact. But this is when Peter said to Jesus, Lord, if it's you, tell me to come to you on the water. And Jesus told him to come. Peter got down out of the boat. He walked on the water. He started walking towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and he started to sink and he started crying out, Lord, save me. But of course, Jesus reached out his hand and he caught him and he said, you have little faith. Why did you doubt? So he was right there in front of Jesus. Jesus was already allowing him to walk on the water. So what allowed Peter to walk on water? His faith in the word of Jesus. And what caused Peter to sink is that he saw the strong wind in the waves and he got scared. As soon as he saw something, he didn't trust in Jesus' word anymore because Jesus already proved to him that he can, he basically told him to walk on water. He proved to him that what he says, he has him, he's going to protect him. But something distracted him. Something distracted Peter. And it was the wind and the strong waves. And it wasn't the wind and the waves that defeated Peter. It was the fear of the wind and the strong waves. And with everything that's going on currently with the pandemic, we have a lot of people that are reacting to situations out of fear. And I understand it in a way because you don't really know what's next. And that fear and that anxiety kicks in. Some of us also deal with anxiety often. I deal with anxiety myself, but a way to help with anxiety, especially something that I have been doing, is I take those situations right to God. I ask God to help me get through this and and to take away whatever pressure off my shoulders. And I tell God I trust him. And I put my, my focus and trust in God. And in these troubled times, like, we must put on the shoes of peace. That's the next armor. Is the shoes of peace. And having that peace means being right with God and having a peace that even in troubled times, knowing that if God said that he would take care of it, he's going to follow through. So our main thing is remembering the promises of God. If God told us that he was going to do something, we have to remain in a calm state. We have to remember That God is not a man that he shall lie. That he's going to come through on his word. No matter what we see on the side, whatever we see what's in front of us, God is going to guide us through. He's for us, not against us. We have to remember that. God is with us. He is with us at all times. He has his angels camped around and about us at all times. But the enemy does not want us to think so. So remember There are schemes of the enemy. The enemy is out to get us. He doesn't want us to win. He doesn't want us to be okay. He doesn't want us to be calm. He wants us to be scared, frantic, worried, all of those things. That's what the enemy wants. He wants our life to go into shambles. He wants us to be hurt, broken, all of those things. So these are three different scenarios that I gave you that the enemy is plotting against us. So what I'm going to do, ladies, is we're going to start right here for this week. And I will continue with part two in the next podcast. And we're going to go over the remainder of the um, different armors of God. Okay. And I really hope that this podcast was able to help somebody. I really hope that somebody was able to understand some scenarios. Like I said, they're just scenarios of how the enemy schemes against us. And how we can put on the armor of God and what that armor actually means. So I go over the three that we went over again. Right now, so the first armor that we went over, we talked about how the enemy attacks our minds. And we went over that we need to put on a belt of truth. And the belt of truth is knowing God's 
word, knowing God's truth is the remedy to Satan lies and deception. So that's the first armor. The way that we put on that armor every day is knowing God's word, knowing God's truth, and know that when we walk at the house, what God says stands. We have to stand firm on God's word. The second thing we talked about is our hearts and how the enemy tries to scheme against our heart. And with that, we have to put on a breastplate of righteousness. And without righteousness, we leave ourselves open to Satan attacks. And to be righteous, we have to repent, we have to be forgiven, and we have to forgive. And we have to do what's right in God's eye. So that's how we put on a breastplate of righteousness to guard our hearts. And the third thing that we just talked about is how the enemy try to attack us with fear and make us, you know, start to doubt what God said and not having trust in God. These fear are things that basically takes us away from what God is really telling us. But we have to put on the shoes of peace and having that peace means that being right with God and having peace, even in the troubled times when we're standing on God's word, it all comes down to the enemy knows God's word remember that so everything he does he's trying to take you farther and farther away from what god's word says if you haven't read the bible he won't he don't want you to read the bible if you haven't read any devotionals he don't want you to read any devotionals if you hadn't listened to a sermon he don't want you to listen to a sermon if all you focus on is things of the world that's what the enemy wants you to do but we're not beings of the world we're beings of god god created us he knew us before he formed us in our mother's womb Satan knows that. He knows what God has planned for us. God allows Satan to know things. So when those troubled times come, when those hardest things come, I'm not going to say everything is the enemy because sometimes we get put through tests. But you best believe that the enemy is there, that he is scheming. He is definitely there. All right, so again, I'm going to stop right here for this for this week. We'll continue and pick up next podcast. I hope and pray that this has helped some of you ladies. I know that some people may have heard of the armor of God. Some people may not have heard of the armor or even know the different armors to put on and how to, you know, basically put them on, so to speak. Okay. Of course, you know, I would like to end the podcast with the prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we want to come to you today to say thank you, oh God. Thank you for loving us the way that you do, oh God. Thank you for choosing us, oh God. Thank you for allowing us to come together on this podcast in the name of Jesus, oh God. I thank you for allowing me to be a vessel, oh God, to pour into the ladies that you choose and that you bring to this podcast in the name of Jesus Christ. That everybody that's listening to this podcast was led to this podcast some way, somehow, Lord. And I thank you for that in advance in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for giving us the strength strategy and the armor that we need to fight against the enemy in the name of jesus christ today we put on that full armor to guard our lives against attack oh god we put on the belt of truth in the name of jesus to protect us against any lies and deception oh god we put on a breastplate of righteousness in the name of jesus christ to protect our hearts from the temptations that we battle oh god we put on the shoes of peace oh god on our feet so we are ready to take your light wherever you send us this day oh god in the name of jesus christ we we choose to walk in peace and freedom of your spirit in the name of Jesus Christ and not be overcome with fear and anxious thoughts, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ. I declare that no weapon formed against us shall prosper, oh God, in the name of Jesus. I pray that whatever the enemy throws at us, we will be able to withstand it in the name of Jesus Christ. For we know that we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength, oh God, and we thank you for that, oh God. Help us to remember to apply the full armor to our lives daily, oh God. 
be by our side whenever we call especially at the times when we may fall oh god in the name of jesus christ help us to get back up with confidence and ready to fight the battle again oh god for you have given us the weapons to fight the enemy oh god and i declare that on this day oh god that we shall walk by faith and not by sight oh god clothed in the full armor of god and Lord, we thank you in advance for giving us this, the strategy, for giving us the armor, for giving us the tools daily, oh God. For if we seek you, you will find us. And I thank you, oh God, for we have already been found. Lord, I thank you for loving us the way that you do. I thank you for choosing us again the way that you have. Lord, I thank you for going ahead of us and making any of the crooked paths straight, oh God. I thank you that you are trying any which way possible to teach us, to bring us back to you, O oh God, to be the women that you need us to be, O oh God, to be the divine ladies that you mean us to be, O oh God. And I thank you for that. I thank you in the name of Jesus for continuing to work with us, continuing to love us, continue to pour into us, continuing not to give up on us. And I thank you for that in the name of Jesus, Lord. We love you. And we want to say thank you for another day to get it right with you, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So again, ladies, I hope this podcast was helpful. Don't forget to leave a comment below. Go ahead and leave that comment right now. If you haven't, um, rate the show, sign up for devotionals, and share the podcast with any ladies that you may know. I hope you ladies have a great rest of your week. Bye, ladies. <laughs>